shit with time. I said, we're going to need lunch with my dad. I never said time. That's the problem. So you don't read. So what time is this? <laughs> you said that at 11 o'clock.
people getting shot on Twitter, you just kind of just scroll past it, like you're walking the, the yeah. hub, you see someone getting shot on yeah. the phone. Because it's what happens so much. Yeah, and like that's that's not. I think I think even in our lives, like we get numb to it. I can't even think back to a time where I experienced racism or prejudice or discrimination. But probably some probably experienced that week, but it's been it happened so much that I don't even really pay attention to it. Sometimes it's so subtle too. Yeah, like it's subtle. It's very subtle. I know. South Carolina, I remember I played. Let's see. Not this past summer, but the summer before that. So summer before my junior year, I went and played. I went and played baseball down in North Carolina. And I had to stay with host family, and so um, the day I got there, I seen like people, the neighbors, and all that stuff, and everything was cool. I come outside the next morning, but they they saw me moving into the house that day. They were sitting on the porch. But I come outside the next morning, and they brought out the Confederate flag and put it on the porch. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just little subtle stuff like that. I mean, like, I remember one time me and my cousins, me and my two young cousins, we was in the mall. And, you know, we was doing what teenagers were doing at the time. You go to the mall, you ain't really look for clothes, you know what I'm saying? You look for girls, yeah, everybody yeah. was doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, we was at the food court, whatever. Then we saw these girls, we was talking to them. So I walk around the mall with them, whatever. And then the police officer came up to us, he was like, hey, I'm gonna need y'all to leave. Girls are white. He was like, we don't need y'all leave. You know, we were like, why? He was like, y'all ain't here for the wrong reasons. This, that, third. I was like, everybody in here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we was like, I think I was like 17 or something at that time. You know, I was like, bro, like, this is what every teenager in the mall doing right now. You know what I'm saying? And we actually had to leave. Bro. Like, it was crazy. Like, but it's like, like Anna said, though, it don't. It never has to be something that big, man. Like, it could be something. I, I, I kind of just thought back to it, but I was in the mall. I don't even know what ethnicity he was, but I was like, you know, the little, the little middle, little uh, dusty guy. Mm -hmm. And I was looking for some earrings, and I was walking up. He was like, "You want some bling?" I'm like, I, I, it kind of, it kind of like, I, I don't know. I just like, it didn't, I didn't really think about it, but it's like, why, why do I have to? Cause I'm black. You see that a lot, like a lot of people. But I don't know. It, it's like it's like little stuff like that. that sometimes you don't even notice for real, and a lot of, they get away with it. I think it's hard. I mean, growing as young men, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. It's it's hard to grow up around or hearing stuff like that from no matter where it is, but having to grow and be a better person than that, it can be hard, especially like when we're young, like we're young right now, so we still trying to learn a bunch of different stuff. And we're trying to, and, and we're trying to be role models and we're trying to be the best that we can be. It's, it's hard sometimes, especially when there's a lot of negativity around you and you're the only positive one that you are. Yeah, I think I think that's why it's cool. I think that really like more than what I would expect. Like Cap, Eric Reed, they kept their composure like, this whole time. Like, they could have easily like blown up on Instagram Live or like 
You know what I mean? Screaming somebody in the streets. To my knowledge, none of that's happened. Yeah. So I feel like that's it's commendable for real. Because keeping down all that, all that, all those feelings that come with being around that, it's hard to do. So how do y'all think, like, as we grow in, and we're put sometimes not even not even willingly put into a position to be a role model or to be this this person that people look up to or younger kids look up to what like what are the struggles that come along with that? I think it could be a prison. I think I think it could be something that if you're not careful it can enslave you like you'll serve being a role model, like if that makes sense. Like <clears throat> you'll you'll let that 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 kind of role that you have, you'll let that uh, rule your life. I think for me, <clears throat> um, I had like, um, like last year, um, I had this this kid. Like I went to when I was in high school, I went to this youth group, um, me and Jawan, and I went back. And like, sometimes I go and like, and he just said like I was his role model. And like after I, after I thought about it, I was like, Daddy, I mean, I probably gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta do this. And if you're not careful, it can really set you off track. Like I think it's something that should be natural, but like, it's something definitely you have to you know acknowledge and take on. But it can't be something that you let um, you know rule you in a sense or. But there's so many people watching. You know, yeah, like, I think I think that's that's what that's what gets you. Always having that that mindset, like trying to if you let it dictate how you always live and how you always move, and not allowing yourself to do certain things because of that that role that you have, I think that's dangerous because it can it can really affect you in a lot of ways. Try to be more of the role than you are yourself. Like, like Austin said, like, 
be who you are, be who God called you to be. Because if you continue to walk in that, then you'll automatically be people's role models. I think it's hard, like, especially sometimes, man. You have a, if you had a bad game or or you just you said something that somebody didn't like and then they get on you get on Twitter or Instagram or whatever and people's coming at you or they saying this and they saying that or you see something you're scrolling through your timeline you see something that you disagree with and you you want to say something but you know you can't you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's hard, especially as young men still trying to grow. Like, we wanna, it's easy for us to just be like, oh yeah, we just gonna come at them. But then we gotta think like, oh, well we got. I wasn't planning on coming to college. So then when I found out that I had to come to college because I wasn't gonna get enough money to sustain how long I was gonna be in the mines. I was thinking, I was looking at it as like a three year business trip. So I'm gonna be here three years, as soon as I go to jail. I'm gonna be three years, do what I gotta do, I'm out, you know what I'm saying? And so, with that mindset, like, for instance, like, my freshman year, I came here, in the fall, I was hitting, like, 400 or whatever. But in, in the classroom, I'm out, slacking, because I ain't really care about that. But then, you know, after I got hurt, uh, summer coming into my sophomore year, then my mindset kind of changed. I realized if something crazy do happen, like, I gotta have a plan after baseball, you know? So then I started realizing like how much the Penn State degree matters, you know, how good that looks on the resume. Uh, like alumni base, like when I when I go play places, uh, in summer ball, like I've been in New York, I've been in South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Virginia, places like that. There's Penn State people everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So this degree means a lot and when you come in, if you don't have that mindset to take advantage of it, it's not good. Because I remember my, my cousin, he played he played football at uh, Clemson. He was running back at Clemson. Uh, he was a Kevin. And people got mad at him in an interview one time because he said uh, he was using football for a free degree. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. And, but people ain't, people ain't like that. So he, he got a lot of heat on that. But, you know, in actuality, I mean, you can say the school kind of using us, you know what I'm saying, for money. But So why shouldn't we? Take advantage of what we, you know, we get a free education. I think that's the hard thing about it, though. It's like, because <clears throat> I know even for me, like, obviously I had a different journey up here, especially with sports. But even still, when I was younger, I already had the mindset of, all right, I want to go to the league, or this, like, this is what I wanted to do in my life. And so, even when I first got here, I was still in that mindset. Like, football kind of drove me here. Even though I didn't get a scholarship, I didn't get no offer, nothing like that. It was still, what, it was still a, a contribute, contributing factor or motivator for me to go to college. I'm like, I want to play college football. Like, I, I wanted to do that. And I knew in order for me to even think about making that dream possible, I had to go to college to do that. And so I didn't really, I didn't know what I wanted to go to school for. I didn't know, like, school wasn't pushed really in my home. So it was like, I just, just sat on my own, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to go for. It wasn't nobody telling me like, oh, you should go for this, or you should go for that. I just had to figure it out on my own. So 
think most of them made a good point, especially like in the, like the hood and stuff like that. <clears throat> like the like the environment, like the you know, I don't know what you want to call it, the norm is just them pushing for you know niggas for lack of a better term, but especially niggas that try to you know, oh you got you gotta get that you gotta get that oh you gotta get, I mean you go to league all this all this but instead of you know you gotta you, know, you gotta get this good grade you gotta get the straight A's you know you gotta get this academic scholarship you gotta it's it's more sport based than anything else because that's where all the glory and the fame is at and the money but actually not everybody's gonna be like and you see here like people don't equalize sports at school as important then it's just not gonna go well I mean for some people it does but everybody doesn't have that path I think I feel like it's important to know that it's like not limited to being black yeah you know what I mean like yeah having that mindset is not looking for black and what I mean I'm not saying like I'm not trying to fight for everybody say that, says that I mean I know that I gotta be aware of it because I'm black and the racial wealth gap all that stuff hood mentality trying to get out like that it's magnified so like it's a it's affected everybody but I feel like as a black athlete you gotta make sure you don't fall into that trap because it's like heightened for us you know what I mean? yeah I feel like being here too like if you're if you're a black athlete like people think that's all you like go for they think, <laughs> think you can't be here and do well in school or that you can't beyond be beyond like playing professional sports like yeah you know, I mean there's all these stereotypes like oh if you ask me you do this or you gotta you act like this or you do this or you do that yeah and it's more so with black athletes too and like I feel like also black athletes like they got a shorter leash like you know what I'm saying as opposed to, to white like white athletes. what you mean like I feel like you're a black athlete, well, it's just like in life, like, if you're a black man, you got a short leash as far as, like, doing stuff like crimes or or school, like, people are not going to tolerate as much from a black athlete as they, or a black man as they would a white man. And the same thing in school, they're not going to tolerate as much from a black student as they would a white student. I feel like the same thing in, in sports, like, I don't know if your sports teams like this, but, like, you have a black athlete, you have a white athlete, might depend on the, the coaches or something like that or the institution. They might give them more leeway to the white athlete than to the black athlete. Cause in life, like that's how it is. It's really not going to be much different um, unless you're at a special place. That's how. That's how I think. Stereotypes, for real. Especially in the class, I mean, I feel like I gotta go the extra mile, go to the next level. I just feel like there's a lot of things that guys aren't ready for, or that guys don't really look at college as a tool for, because they're like kind of in that tunnel vision. And even besides that, being black as an athlete, you know, with whatever views you might have, you kind of have to be able to assimilate into the culture of, of your team or whatever people around you trying to do. So I just feel like, it's something that you got to be able to be at least kind of aware of how you feel about stuff like that. You know? mm -hmm. What you think, Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, I definitely see that. I see, like, I, I remember watching last year's youth, 
and just thinking like all of them. Well, not I can't say all of them, but most of them they, they just focus on you know playing football, going to the league, and not maximizing you know the opportunity they get with school, and you know <clears throat> just using football and sports as a as a rocket ship just to get to where you gotta go instead of taking in the opportunity of school. No, I feel like my freshman year, so especially like for me, so I, I wanted to go to the beach there in high school. So I wasn't planning on coming to college. So then when I found out that I had to come to college because I wasn't going to get enough money to sustain however long I was going to be in the minors, I was thinking, I was looking at it as like a three-year business trip. So I'm going to be here three years, as soon as I go to Jared, I'm going to be here three years, do what I got to do, I'm out, you know what I'm saying? And so with that mindset, like this is like my freshman year, I came here, in the fall, I was hitting like 400 or whatever. But in, in the classroom, I was slacking. Cause I ain't really care about that. But then, you know, after I got hurt, uh, summer coming to my sophomore year, then my mindset kind of changed. I realized if something crazy do happen, like I gotta have a plan after baseball, you know? So then I started realizing like how much the Penn State degree matters. You know, how good that looks on the resume. Uh, like uh, alumni base, like when I when I go play places, uh, in summer ball, like I've been in New York, I've been in South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Virginia, places like that. It depends that people everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So this degree means a lot. And when you come here, and if you don't have that mindset to take advantage of it, it's, it's not good. Because I remember my, my cousin, he played he played football at uh, Clemson. He was running back at Clemson. Uh, you said Kevin. And people got mad at him in an interview one time because he said uh, he was using football for a free degree. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. And but people ain't people ain't like that, so he, he got a lot of heat on that. But you know, in actuality, I mean, you could say the school kind of using us. You know what I'm saying for money. But so why shouldn't we take advantage of we? You know, you know, we get a free education. I think that's the hard thing about though. It's like. <clears throat> Cause I know even for me, like obviously I had a different journey up here, especially with sports. But even still, when I was younger, I already had the mindset of, all right, I want to go to the league. All right, this like this is what I wanted to do in my life. And so, even when I first got here, I was still in that mindset. Like football kind of drove me here, even though I didn't get a scholarship, I didn't get no offer, nothing like that. It was still what, it was still a, a contribute, contributing factor or motivator for me to go to college. I like, I want to play college football. Like I, I wanted to do that. And I knew in order for me to even think about making that dream possible, I had to go to college to do that. And so I didn't really, I didn't know what I wanted to go to school for. I didn't know like, School wasn't pushed really in my home, so it was like I just sat on my own, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to go for. Wasn't nobody telling me like, oh, you should go for this or you should go for that. I just had to figure it out on my own. So I think most of them made a good point, especially like in the, like the hood and stuff like that. <clears throat> like the like the environment, like the you know, I don't know what you want to call it, the norm is just them pushing for. Niggas, for lack of a better term, but especially niggas that try to, you know, 
oh, you got you to get that, you got to get that, oh, you got to get, I mean, you go to the league, all this, all this, but instead of, you know, you got to, you, know, you got to get this good grade, you got to get the straight A's, you know, you got to get this academic scholarship, you got to, it's, it's more sport-based than anything else, because that's where the glory and the fame is at and the money, but that's probably not everybody's going to be like, and you see here, like, people don't equalize sports in school as important that it's just not going to go well. I mean, for some people it does, but everybody doesn't have that path. I think, I feel like it's important to know that it's like not limited to being black. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, yeah. having that mindset is not looking to be black. And what I mean, I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to fight for everybody say that, says that. I mean, I know that I gotta be aware of it because I'm black and the racial wealth gap, all that stuff, hood mentality, trying to get out like that, it's magnified. So like, it's a, it's affected everybody, but I feel like as a black athlete, you gotta make sure you don't fall into that trap because it's like heightened for us. You know? Yeah. I feel like being here too, like, if you're, if you're a black athlete, like, people think that's all you like go for. You think <laughs> you think you can't be here and do well in school, or that you can't beyond be beyond like playing professional sports? Like, yeah, you know, there's, I mean, there's all these stereotypes. Like, oh, if you ask me, you do this, or you gotta, you act like this, or you do this, or you do that. Yeah, and it's more so with black athletes too. And like, I feel like also black athletes like they got a shorter leash, like you know what I'm saying, as opposed to to white, like white. Athletes. What you mean? Like. I feel like you're a black athlete. Well, it's just like in life. Like, if you're a black man, you got a short leash as far as like doing stuff like crimes or or school. Like, people are not going to tolerate as much from a black athlete as they, or a black man as they would a white man. The same thing in school. They're not going to tolerate as much from a black student as they would a white student. I feel like the same thing in, in sports. Like, I don't know if your sports teams like this, but like you have a black athlete, you have a white athlete. You might depend on who the, the coaches or something like that or the institution. They might give them more leeway to the white athlete than to the black athlete. Because in life, like that's how it is. It's really not going to be much different um, unless you're at a special place. That's how. That's how I think. Think that stereotypes for real. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the classroom, I feel like I have an extra mile. Like I, first of all, I hate group projects. The reason I hate group projects because as soon as they see you got tag in the back. They feel like you ain't gonna do nothing from the get go. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? They feel like they feel like you just you just tag along. Well, so like you need extra Yeah, like so I always anytime I do a group project, man, I always try to take an initiative to like to like go ahead and now, I ain't always gotta lead it, but I always try to like let them know that I'm gonna be like productive because I hate that, bro. Like, or they won't even they won't even they'll just completely before you even say anything. Just like, ah, uh, uh, it's all right, we, 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 yeah, we, we got it. Yeah. yeah, I had that happen multiple times, bro. It's just like, nah, it's cool, you ain't got to worry about nothing. We got it. Yeah. Like, why? Why can't I worry? Yeah, why can't I help, bro? You know what I'm trying to say? Right. <laughs> and now, like, even with teachers, too, like, man, like, I feel like, I actually, I got one class right now, bro. I swear to dude, he graded me hard, and I don't know what, bro. Like, it's one thing if I ain't putting in the work and I ain't really getting the grade. I'm putting in work and I still ain't even very depressed. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I feel like being happy got something to do with it. Because he say like, he always said, you know, you don't care nothing about other sports already and this and that. So 
It's not stereotype, man. And shit, like, for me, like, I, because I play baseball, I had a girl sit behind me, like, the chair behind me the whole semester, bro. I got a tag on my book bag say baseball. And she asked me if I was ready for the blue white game. I was like, oh. I was like, just go on black and I got a tag on me, I play football. I don't think it helped either that with, at least in my experience with football, that kind of short leash can be solved by succeeding in football. And then those same people who succeed in football and end up getting that longer leash, they adopt those same stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Like they'll look on, they'll look down on whoever, like like someone like me or like any other black athlete, they won't put up with shit. But if it's a the house yeah, yeah, but they get in on it if they succeed, so they never really learn how to have their own thoughts about you know accountability. So they just adopt what people tell them, and it's already a messed up mentality. So, but how, but how do we even go about fixing that? Though? I feel like it's just you gotta take it by yourself to be like to be better than account for one another not look down. I mean, you can't force nobody else to um, have a certain perspective or to say and do certain things. I mean, you can confront people, but at the end of the day, it's within themselves to um, recollect and fix things. I hope that there is no fixing problem, Because I'm sitting there, I'm talking about like people who be like, oh, you ain't got to do no work in this group project. And me, personally, I don't like that because I actually want to do some work. But I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't know multiple cats to just be like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, I got friends who be like that. They be like, I ain't trying to do any work. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think it's on us to to make sure that we don't settle. Like, we don't, um, like, if, if, like, if somebody's going to come, like, in that situation, like, don't don't just accept that role because in a sense, they're trying to make it seem like you're inferior or you're not able to do it. And it's not even maybe they may be unconscious of it, but that's just something that they've they've heard, they felt, they've been around, and now they take it in and then they express it to the other people, to Austin and like a whole bunch of other people, and they they just like that's just who they, that's just who they are. And then like if you're in that situation, you shouldn't just accept that because you're better than that. I think like that it's just about humanizing. People put athletes, they put us on this like thing of, oh, like you're this, you can do these amazing things with, with your with your with your body, you can make amazing plays or you're so strong or you're so this or so that and they don't understand that you're human too. Yeah, like we live in the same world. when we're not doing our sport, we're living, we're doing things, we're going about our life, we're trying to do things right, we, like, we're making mistakes, like, we're trying to learn, we're trying to be better human beings, we're trying to, you know what I mean, navigate relationships and friendships and familyships and stuff like that, and I feel like people only focus on the, you're just an athlete. I think it's, I think it, like, it separates you, like, it kind of, like, obviously you separate yourself by, you know, athletic or God-given ability or whatever. Like, if you excel in something very good, people are going to praise you. And they're kind of going to, like, I 
Muhammad, it makes sense. Even like distance you with their praise, like they may be like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. And they just, like you said, they don't, they don't view you as a human, they view you as you doing that thing and being so good at it. But they don't connect with you as a, another human being, like spiritually or mentally, you know what I'm saying? And it kind of makes you feel like, I don't know, makes you feel like you can't be a, just another regular person. That, that, I think that weighs in a lot of people. They call you on, they call you, they call you on what you do not do on. Like, you know, like sometimes, <laughs> like, you know, like, somebody sees you on the mall, they be like, oh, that's the running back. Saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even, they don't even call you by your name. One probably don't know it, but even that, like, like I'm saying, that's how you associate with. But then, like I remember then last year, there was one I got sick of. Where I, I changed backpacks and everything. I was like, man, I don't even, I don't even wear my tag. I just don't feel like a regular student because honestly, we talked about this the other day, man. The other part, obviously, like relationships. Trying to, like you trying to make you seem you trying to find a girl or whatever. Man, so many females do anything for some pads. You know what I'm saying? Like just just anything, man. Like and, and it's tough, like, cause you you trying to find somebody that like you for yourself and then, you know, they like you because of what you do, you know. And they get addicted to that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Sitting in the parent section or whatever. Or just being able to say that. They're close to you, associated with you. <clears throat> and you'll never know who's really in it, in with you just because of who you are. I think another part of the humanizing thing is like people people like <clears throat> if you make a like you make a spectacular play, you know, people praising you like, alright, it's, it's like they don't be you as a human, but it's not that bad. When you mess up, people just treat you like you're a dog, like right. Like they just talk about you. you on Twitter. Yeah. Just talk about you like you any type of way. Just because you made a mistake or you didn't do something, but they forget that you're just another human being. You got feelings too. You know if you like what you heard, subscribe. Follow us on our social media pages. We trying to get voices of people who want to be heard about things that they care about. So link up with us. Help us keep this train rolling.